lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You ready? You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, uh, Better Call Saul podcast, episode number seven. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Better Call Saul episode entitled Bingo, uh, which was uh, fun. We'll, we'll get to talk about that. Uh, I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and uh, to the right, fresh fresh off the plane or fresh out of the car? Fresh out of the car, eight plus hours of driving from Ooh. Toronto. Ooh. I'm Brian Craig. Hello. And? And um, Just I'm, fresh. My name my name's Mike Henley. <laughs> I'm also fresh out of the car. It took me a whole half hour to get here, guys. <laughs> so it's kind of a big deal. Um, hi. Mike Henley. All right. Uh, you've got geeks. Mm. Mike Henley. That's right. Um, all right. And Samantha's not here tonight, so hopefully she relayed her color notes to she you. She did. I oh. have... I have <laughs> There's going to be a Breaking Red segment with Samantha Russell. Uh, good. I'll give you... You just break in with that at any, at any point. Sure. Because uh, w- when I watch it, sometimes I'll, I'll take note of it, but a lot of times I don't. Mm-hmm. Because the show, as, as we've discussed last week... Doesn't always have my full attention, right? <laughs> because I'm writing things. It's a pretty down. good show, Mike. You should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I recommend watching it. I think our podcast <laughs> episodes will be twice as long if you end up really watching the yeah. show. I, I watch very intently, but uh, not as intently uh, where I'm, I'm watching every every color mm-hmm. thing. I only well, watch. I'm willing episodes. to bet this episode you noticed a lot of red. There was definitely a good amount yeah, of Reddit within this. a lot of Reddit yeah. in this episode. Um, especially, uh, I mean, the biggest one that stood out to me was Kettleman. Mm-hmm. Um, she, could, she could not get it. She was like the Kool-Aid man yeah. uh, in in the uh, the diner scene. Yes, absolutely. Um, what, other, what other color stuff? I mean, uh, we're well, a lot, of, a lot of Kettleman, um, if we want to jump right into it now. Um, yeah. Mrs. Kettleman uh, was wearing red and red tones throughout the... Uh, the vermilion uh, dress that she was wearing in the uh, HHM offices, with the red bag mm-hmm. that she's been wearing, that she's been carrying around since we first saw her in the diner. Yeah. Um, then later they were. He, he was wearing. Uh, let's see when she. I guess they were at the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was wearing the red, uh, and he was wearing a pink shirt. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then later on, she was also she was wearing a different red shirt. He was wearing that red flannel shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the neat the, the, the thing that Samantha really wanted me to point out, and we'll cover this later, but I'll mention it now, is uh, at the very end when they're in the elevator, uh, he still has his red flannel shirt on. She has a red shirt on, but she put over top of it a light blue cardigan, which light blue wow. is the color of law-abiding, so she's kind of covering up her crooked red yeah. uh, with some, yeah. some blue. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, for anybody that is uh, joining the podcast for the first time, uh, after watching this show, and you stumbled across this, because we have cracked the top ten of Better Call Saul podcasts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Up there with the big boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, for anybody that's now join, joining us just now, uh, you'll, what we're talking about with this color stuff is red. Uh, just like with Breaking Bad, uh, there's a lot of color themes throughout it. So what is there? There's red, which is just criminal activity, mm-hmm. um, just kind of bad people. Um, blue. Blue is the law-abiding. It's the law. Blue is yeah. the law, mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty classic color. Uh, I think yellow, I think, is kind of like a transitional, like, 
in limbo type of uh, character color. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one thing I did notice, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the colors, mm-hmm. uh, but one notice uh, when when Saul goes into the bathroom halfway through his meeting with the Kettlemans, right after she kind of starts dangling the retainer, mm-hmm. you know, in front of him, she go, he goes into the bathroom and he's bathed in yellow. It's a yep. very yellow, very dirty, dingy bathroom. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like yellow is the... Pur- it's purgatory, is that right? No, I don't think I'm making the right analogy. Uh, but it's like... like it, yeah. He's, yeah, purgatory. He's yeah. waffling back and forth in yellow. Yes. Uh, throughout the series. Mm-hmm. How damn bad did you feel for Jim throughout this... Uh, yeah. Especially toward the end, of course. Yeah, every time he tries to do the right thing, uh, he just eats it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he never wins by doing the right thing. Yeah. But he continues to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know who I love in this? I, the more they show him, the more I love the character, and that's the husband, Mr. Mr. Kittleman. Mr. Kittleman. Because yes. he's such a sorry sack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, I don't use that term lightly. No. Uh, he is a sorry sack. <laughs> I just, uh, when uh, the waitress came over uh, and wanted to refill the coffee, right. <laughs> they were like, no, no. Yeah. And then you see him just kind of bring I his... I could die. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Oh, yeah. God, he is so good. Yeah. And I still didn't look him up man. to see who uh, the actor is. Yeah, who the actor is. Oh, it's I Mr. Kettleman. It's, oh, Mr. Kettleman. Kettleman. Oh, he's yeah. playing himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm such know. an idiot. Uh, yeah, I know he, I know I've seen him in something. Uh, just like the Philly cop, the one that kind of looks like a real-life Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. uh, yes. I've seen him in things, too. I just don't know what. Uh Yes, uh, that actor's name <laughs> yes. is Barry Shabaka Henley. Shabaka, True. Shabaka, <laughs> not Chewbacca, Shabaka. Mm. Um, I saw him. I've I've not seen him in much. I think he was in the um, the Tom Cruise movie Collateral. I think like ten years ago. No, I didn't see him in that. Okay, that's the only thing I've what ever did seen. I him see in. him in Mike. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he has a very distinctive name, though. Yeah. I like Shabaka? like that name. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Um, I can know. see why you'd remember that. Yeah, yeah you know? So, I mean, uh, he's a really good actor, though. Um, mm-hmm. and he gets a great scene with Mike, like, right right at the top of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, start going through some of the some of the show. Uh, they're panning on the, the wanted wall, which there's got to be people within that that yeah, we know. Yeah, Smith and I were scanning it uh, when it, it rolled over to the next hour and it started playing again. Um, we think the, from Breaking Bad, the, um, the two junkies, um, from the, I can't remember what their names are. Um, I think she was on the wall. Oh, really? In the very top right? I think the top right. Okay, yeah. yeah. She did kind of look familiar. The one that was always in the parking lot? Uh, no, 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 that's, uh... Wendy might be on there. I didn't even think of Wendy. Yeah. Uh, Do you know the vending two, machine lady? Vending, yeah. The oh, ATM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ATM. The ATM, right. right. Yeah, the ATM. Uh, oh. uh, yeah. Was, was that the, wait, was that the scene? Such Tucker. A... Tucker. Tucker. Don't you remember that? Um, that episode? Tucker. She kept, uh, w- man, and I feel dumb not remembering. Oh, that's what with the, the where somebody's head gets crushed with yes. the ATM. Yes. yes yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Again, you shouldn't be watching this show uh, or listening to this podcast if you have not watched Breaking Bad because it's just as much a Breaking Bad podcast as it is Better Call Saul. Uh, who else on that wall? Uh, yeah, so those two I think were probably in there somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, I think she was. I feel like we saw her. Um, but then uh, one of the guys, and this is just kind of like an Easter egg for us that we noticed while we were watching it. Uh, the big guy with the big beard, I think it's one of the last ones they panned down on, is the guy peeing in the bathroom later. <laughs> is it really? I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Okay. Yeah. So uh, while uh, Jimmy's in the in the bathroom mate, taking the phone call, yeah. uh, then he finishes, flushes, and turns around, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. That's great. Okay. He bumps into Jimmy in that scene, too. It's just, just, yeah. it's just needlessly you know, bumps. Yeah, needlessly. Look, at, dude, you know, if your face is on that wall, just <laughs> low profile, you know? Did he don't... wash his hands? I don't think he washed his I hands. I don't think he did that either. I'm willing to bet he did not wash his hands. Yeah. That's what, what he's wanted for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh... Gross. Uh, Mike and Jimmy are there. He's like, "All right, I'll do all. I'll do all the talking." Yeah. Uh, because the the cops arrive. Philly cops arrive, and the one guy who had his notebook stolen, uh, just he wants it back. Uh, and Jimmy comes up with this uh, this story, real cockamamie <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. That they kind of basically what it boiled down to is that they just found it in a in a parking lot mm-hmm. and came to return it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, such 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 good writing in that opening scene for a lot of reasons, but they do this thing, and it's not specific to this scene. It's part of the whole show. It's part Breaking Bad always did this too, where especially for a scene at the top of the episode, you have you, you establish characters, but you don't necessarily establish right away what they're doing or mm-hmm. what they're thinking. You find out as they keep talking as the scene progresses, yeah. and like there are so many lazy writers out there who would have used the moment where Jimmy says, okay, now let me do all the talking for him to actually outline what he's about to do before he does it. But mm-hmm. the show doesn't do that. Yeah. It lets you discover it as he does it, yep. which is so cool. Yeah, it kind yeah. of strings you along. And, and another thing that it did, it just, it didn't really set up what they were doing, like what time of day, why he was no. not wearing a tie, yeah. what time it was, uh, just anything that was going on. Right. Uh, which was great, just kind of diving in, um, like in the middle, like in media res. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if I'm allowed to use that. because based on those first few moments, you you can make a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. about as to what what's going on there. That yeah. that Mike is maybe turning himself in, uh, especially after the last uh, the last scene you can, of the last uh, episode. You can kind of make that leap that he might be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of made a little had a little closure there with the the daughter in law, um, but he, it's just to return. Return the notebook. So Mike is just—he's set. Yeah, he, I'm not. He's not going to give up anything. Uh, and he even says that about the the daughter-in-law because uh, Doctor Hibbert sends uh, Shabaka. Mm-hmm. Shabaka uh, sends away um, Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, actually, well, Mike sends away. Mike sends, Mike Mike sends away Jimmy. So yeah. uh, Shabaka. Yeah. <laughs> can can talk to him. And he sends away like his hot-headed partner. Yeah, like, yeah, the threatening guy, and yeah. instead he just kind of sits down on the bench and has a nice little chat with yep. Mike, which is so cool. Yeah, Mike says, uh, "Yeah, the kid's the kid's good," and mm-hmm. and he he has that line which was uh, some rocks. He's got to learn that some rocks you just don't turn over. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, uh, that cop was basically saying things aren't that bad there now. Right, and it's uh, and it's yeah. not all black and white. Yeah, yeah, uh, that there might be a few more early retirements. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people wanted to see uh, what's his face Hensky, Fensky, Fensky, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people wanted to see him, him gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, things aren't so bad, but that other cop is trying to trying to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly that that guy's just a lo- kind of along for the ride, and is a friend. 
um, as Mike says when he comes out, because Jimmy's waiting for him, um, and he calls him, he, yeah, he calls him a, he, a friend, I guess, um, and he says that the, that it's in someone else's hands, Mike's fate is in someone else's hands. Right. Um, but they don't exactly say who or what that meant, right? Uh, Jimmy says... it's the daughter-in-law, right? Yeah. It's in, it's in her hands. She can either... Okay, yeah, She knows sense. what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she can either keep her mouth shut or she can un- unload her conscience, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But he's... I feel like he's made peace with it either way. Yeah. And it's in her hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said... I, did you say I think she'll... She, I don't think she'll talk, right? I think... He I, I think he does the, say that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think so. I don't think you're gonna get anything out of her, but it's up to her. Yeah. Uh, in the discussion with, with the, the, cop. the cop, yeah, he yeah. says, uh, um, will she talk? Maybe. Maybe not, I think is uh, what he says. Yeah. Um, Jimmy goes home. Chuck's, uh, he's, he's yelling around the house for Chuck, and Chuck is outside counting uh, up to 120. Um, yeah, what a sweet moment. Yeah. 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 Felt really good about that. Yeah. Like, good for Chuck. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the, uh, what's her face? Arquette? Is that who it is? Arquette in Shameless? Not Arquette. Oh. Uh, Cusack. Joan Cusack in uh, Shameless. She can't leave the... Come on, guys. Um, it's on my list. Agoraphobia? Yeah, she okay. she can't leave the house. Yeah. Uh, nothing to do with electromagnetism. Right. She's just uh, a little... She's She's got that condition. Okay. Um, Baby steps. Yeah. Um, so she kind of does that sort of, sort of thing, too. Uh, so yeah, it, it is a nice moment. Chuck's outside, and he's he tells Jimmy that he he wants he's like I, I got to be useful. I got I got to do right. things. I want yeah. I want my life back. I yeah. got to. And he feels good about himself. Yeah, which is just which is so nice it's to, see. to see. Yeah, when yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of he's stretching his arms out and he's sitting on the couch. He's kind of chuckling to himself mm-hmm. that all right, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing yeah. better. No yeah. space blanket. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Jimmy Jimmy figured it out like he jumped on that. He's like, "All right, yeah. we're making some headway. Let me bring these boxes in here." <laughs> yeah, let me what start are those? Uh, what are those cases? I imagine they're his uh, elder elder law yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's racking it. He's yeah. raking it in. Yeah. yeah, he's been busier than I realized. He's really honestly. been matlocking it in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Chuck has a line which um, this could be me just reading too much into things. Uh, but he says, I'm kind of testing myself out, um, and it's kind of like small doses of poison uh, to build up an immunity to the poison. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy says, that can't be true, or that can't be a thing that people do. Like, yeah, it's, and it's real. Um, which just remind me in Breaking Bad, does or does not, um, what's his face? Poyos. Uh, Gus. Uh, Gus Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't he do that with the poison? Oh, yeah, when you he... know, I guess he... He he kind of didn't he uh, drink some of it and then he he vomited it a lot. Yeah, he vomited it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The first thing I thought it was Princess Bride. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh yeah, I don't know that Gus took small doses of the poison to you know build up a tolerance to me. He may have. No, I have to go back and check that. Uh, no, we don't. I'm um, probably I wrong. I will go back and watch it anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Try and stop me from watching it again, Mike. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Uh, um, yeah. The, the, the whole poison thing, it's such a great metaphor for what this show is about, too, because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. that's the whole double edge to that whole story. Like, oh, it's a cool story because it's about him, like, building up an immunity to this thing that, like, you know, oh, wait, what if you do that for something that really, really you should, like not having your system you know like it's just it's this slippery slope of just you know jimmy making moral compromise after moral compromise Mm -hmm. and then before baby steps of moral compromise Mm -hmm. exactly it's like yeah Mm -hmm. baby steps are sometimes a good thing sometimes they're a really bad thing you know and i think that's so cool that i mean jimmy's framing it as just like no this is a good thing you know this whole philosophy of just like yeah but that could get you in trouble Mm -hmm. especially look at who you're dealing with i don't know you know yep uh, so Chuck's in a better place Much better Yeah place. And it's nice that. to see uh, Yeah so he drops off those case case files And in the middle of the room too Not even along the side Where he's trying to Put it out of the yeah, way Yeah put it out yeah. It's right in the middle of the room And uh, Chuck immediately Goes over to them Starts going through things mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy's at the window Yeah uh, Just kind of like Yeah Patting himself in the back Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well Jimmy does this great trick too Where like he Gets like the name of like a of like a form wrong yeah. basically yeah. Oh, almost yeah. to like incite uh, Chuck's curiosity a little bit you know mm-hmm. it's just like I, I, I think that's his insurance policy for he really wants Chuck to look at those case files mm-hmm. and that's how he does it by dropping mm-hmm. like a slightly wrong terminology yeah. Yeah. the 413 so oh you mean the, that's a, the 513 exactly yeah. yeah so Chuck can come over and just be like mm, let's see what's going on and then see that Jimmy yeah. is on the up and up yeah we saw the did you guys see the, the preview for the, the next episode I usually yes. turn things off before before that <laughs> yeah. before that happens, but I, I caught this one, so that it looks like that'll come come back. Chuck mm-hmm. will probably discover something mm-hmm. uh, in there and trouble. It's, it doesn't look like it's going to be good good for Jimmy. Uh, yeah, and we get, we go to a new location. Uh, he's checking out the what would be his new offices, uh, and he's there with Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's empty, huge space, multiple rooms. Uh, and uh, he's talking about this. Uh, what is it? A Coca Bolo desk? Yeah, <laughs> Coca Bolo. Mm-hmm. Do either of you know what that means? I have no idea no what that idea. means, but it sounds expensive and cool. Yeah. And it is fun to say. And it is fun to say. Yeah, Coca Bolo, uh, Shabaka. <laughs> uh, and he offers Kim. Uh, kind of smelled this coming too. Uh, yes. He offers yeah. Kim the the partner the partner spot. Mm-hmm. Um, takes her to that that big corner office. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Almost surrounded by windows. The whole time you're watching her, you're like, "Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. don't spend all that money, Jimmy. Yeah, come yeah. on." Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of the partnership, too, I love how uh, Kim realizes what he's about to what he's about to mm-hmm. propose before he actually says it, which I thought was a really neat touch, mm-hmm. like a nice actor's touch yeah. there. Yeah, uh, and she let him down pretty easy. Yeah, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had those kind of tones of uh, a romantic uh, romanticism. Romanticness to it? I don't know. Romanticity. Yeah, there it is. Uh, to it, which I thought was uh, cool in itself. But yeah, she let him. She let him. Shot him down pretty pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. As, and then change the subject. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see the kitchen. Yeah, I can see the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they're stainless in here. While we walked into the that room for the first time, um, the only color that was in it, besides gray on the floors and the walls. Uh, was a few uh, pieces of red, you know, construction stuff, and like an orange Home Depot bucket. Uh, so this was, I mean, partially paid for with bribe money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 
it looks clean, but right. like you really look at the details, yep. it's contaminated, you yeah. know, a little yeah. bit, yeah. A little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, checking out the new space, empty huge Coca Bolo. Um, and I have here he's he's not gonna not gonna these are just my as it's happening notes. Uh, he's he's not gonna end up taking taking the place, um, which we don't necessarily know for for sure. But based on the end of this episode, it seems like that's gonna be the case. He, he's not gonna be able to afford it now. Yeah, I, I hope uh, he didn't put money down. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Jeez. Um, go to the Kettleman's, uh, who is meeting with with Kim. And God, I just I hate her. Yeah. Oh, so she much. is the worst. Yeah. God. Like no, no, you don't understand. He's not guilty. We're not taking a deal. There That's what no, OJ took. There is no money. There is no money. Yes. There is no money. If you were listening, I said there was no money. <laughs> oh, she is the worst. Uh, but Kim worked out a pretty good deal, coming down from thirty years in prison to mm-hmm. just sixteen months. Give the money back, and uh, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, and he, he's just found guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is intent. Like, he'll do whatever she says, Yeah, uh, clearly. Um, but she is intent on that this money doesn't exist. She knows very well it does. Uh, we are not giving the money back that we do not have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and that no, no deal. She even hates the, the word deal. Mm-hmm. What, what was it she said about OJ? Uh, uh, yeah, that, like, I'm, we're not taking a deal. That's what... That, that that's what OJ got or something like that. So stupid. Oh my god. Um, and uh, I, I back to Jimmy question mark and then yeah, she she yells out that they're fired. Yeah. Which um, poor poor Kim honestly like yeah. So she's so heroic in that scene where like she's trying to keep it together even though she realizes that she is just as assholes for clients. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she works really hard and then this is what she gets. Oh, we use it with nothing too. She. Yeah. There's, they're not innocent. No. She knows they're not innocent. Yeah. Everybody knows they're not innocent. Mm-hmm. But and she, she still got them the sweetheart of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she also brought up the, the camping trip. Yeah. Uh, we were being... We were, she even... Uh, Kettleman even just bought into that so so quickly. That, that lie. She just is such a, a lunatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're basically in our backyard. Right. And that's what we told the DA. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exactly like, what okay. we told the DA. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the Jimmy's at bingo. He's calling up numbers. Uh, he is just really personable. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. fun with, uh, with these people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, G, as in Guy Lombardo. <laughs> was such a great reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, favorite line of the episode. G, as in pills. Uh, all this excitement. Uh, that room was pretty much decked out in yellow with and glitter. R- yeah, glitter like Lots blue and glitter. blue red glitter. Yeah, which I don't know if it meant anything. It just kind of felt like, a th- like just the thematic themes mm. of the show. Yeah. What the hell is happening? What is this? A retirement home? A, a nursing home? <laughs> Hospital? Like what? What was this place? I mean, like a nursing home. Yeah, nursing yeah. Home, like yeah. the the day room. That is a. It's a lot of glitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, bingo night with the Jimmy bingo cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, uh, he's dropping a nice chunk of change mm-hmm. on this uh, yeah. this elder law plan, uh, <laughs> and he has like he has like this uh, this not assistant but like this girl the girl, girl, the girl like this, who works at the thing. yeah like this eighteen year old like volunteer who's like <laughs> help and she's like yeah it's a cat notebook. 
And, yeah, and the, could not care less. The Bob Barker microphone, the, the, long, microphone. the long skinny mic. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the, uh, that cute old woman yells bingo, uh, and yeah, she's like, "What, what do we have for?" Her? It's a notebook. <laughs> I hope you like kittens. I do. What I do. Love I do. I have uh, Oscar and Felix, and Oscar cleans himself, but Felix won't. <laughs> he, he just, just won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that old lady. I think she's back in the the next episode too. I thought I saw her in. Oh, a, really? In a pre in the preview. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, speaking. This is a little bit of a sidetrack of uh, of something, but I read a article on uh, not on. Well, yeah, it was on on my computer from Rolling Stone mm-hmm. uh, with Bob Odenkirk. Did either of you guys see yeah, this? No. Uh, it came out maybe two days ago, and it's him answering a bunch of questions. Um, one of them was uh, about his role in Breaking Bad, how it wasn't supposed to be big at all. It was just supposed to be a four-episode gig, mm-hmm. but he could only commit to three because he was doing How I Met Your Mother oh. on that fourth one. Okay. So they introduced the character of Mike yeah, because, did, they, need, about that because they needed to get the information across that Saul otherwise would have said. Interesting. So that's why Mike Ehrmantraut became the character throughout the show that he did and uh, is now involved with this. I thought that was a really cool yeah. story there. Yeah, Jonathan Banks got that job by the circumstance of Bob Odenkirk not being able to make the one to shoot the shooting schedule. That's why I think TV is so cool, honestly. Because right? you have so many like these accidental things that happen. Yeah. Like, oh, this person was sick that day. Oh, we couldn't get this person for this. And mm-hmm. then just like something like serendipity like mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to bingo. He gets a phone call. It's the Kettleman's. Uh, Mrs. K decked out all in red. Uh, wow, she really could not be any redder, right? Yeah. <laughs> there, there was every square inch had the toe red. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she, uh, Jimmy is just, he doesn't really want any any part of this. At first I wasn't sure if he was uh, kind of playing hard to get because now he knows that they need him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or if he if he's really trying to just be like, nah, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need you pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need the aggravation. Um, but he does. It seemed like he really wanted out of this. Uh, and then she starts digging in with that, that retainer thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got something like $50,000, right? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, th- I think it was $30,000. $30,000? Yeah. Um, uh, so he's, he's on the hook for that. Uh, he calls up Kim, um, who explains the, the situation and what the deal was. And he tries really hard to get them to go back right. to yeah. Kim. Yeah. Um, who we'll, we'll get to it in a, in a moment. We could just talk about it now. Uh, she's now suffering as a result of them too. Yes, uh, also, which yeah. is also as a result of um, Jimmy's involvement. I think uh, ultimately. Okay, like I, they didn't really make that explicit. It felt like Hamlin was just punishing her just because they lost the client, which to me actually felt very unbelievable. Mm. Um, but I mean, if. If the fact that they went straight to Jimmy, like that, that, that. Oh, I don't think. I'm oh. sorry. I know where where you think I mean. What okay. Think of. But what I mean is that if Jimmy hadn't gotten involved, yeah, they would have been just either caught uh, or out there. Yeah. Um, they would have had a really long campaign. They trip. wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, they. She might have just said you're fired um, if they still had the money hidden somewhere and gone to another client, but they yeah. probably would have been found at some point and then still had to deal with H uh, and M. Sure. Does that make sense? Yes. Just a yeah. thought. Okay. This is why, you guys. Um, could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, she she got demoted. Not demoted, but 
relocated. Yeah, and uh, put on the slow track yeah, to career yeah. advancement, basically. She was going to make partner in two years. Now she thinks that's... <laughs> ten. Ten. Yeah. ten years. Um, which, yeah, again, poor Kim. Yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like, through the episodes we've seen, that that would have been this big of a deal. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I guess because they're, you know... You know, it's, it's a white-collar crime, basically, so I guess that pays well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that is kind of a, an important client. But yeah. still, like, you know, anyone who could read the minutes of their meeting with the Kettlemans just be like, <laughs> no, Kim, you really did a good job. This yeah. is, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I might speculate that the way they exited uh, so publicly had a lot to do that. with yeah. her getting demoted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they, he was, like, chasing after yeah. them. Yeah, and he made, they made... The whole company looked like fools. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I buy okay. that. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, correct. Maybe. maybe. Uh, correct. No, maybe. All right. What uh, I, what maybe business. Hamlin's just a prick. I mean, he could just be a prick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, or he could be, like, inventing a reason to kind of hold something against Kim. Like, you know? And, yeah. yeah. This was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it could be a, a small pattern or the start of a pattern. Yeah. Uh, of behavior for him. Uh yeah, so Kim wants him back, and Kettleman's are all just no, uh-uh. If any of this money gets found, every single penny of it needs to be accounted for. <laughs> every single... No, this was great. It's great soup. <laughs> every single penny. Uh, and then, what's his face? The, the the husband chimes in. He tries to, like, really just say it, and they're like, yeah, he gets it. <laughs> uh, in, including the... Uh, yeah, we get it. We get it. 30,000. Oh, he's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he deserves to have his name known. Yeah. Uh, and think. come next think so. episode of this podcast, I promise you his name. Uh, we'll, Mr. See. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Mr. Kettleman. Mr. Kettleman will always be Mr. Kettleman the name. Mr. Kettleman. Uh, yeah, every penny needs to be counted for. So now uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's in a tight spot yeah. because if if they if the money gets found, he gets he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um so, so he tries to do some clever accounting. Mm-hmm. Not working out. Not working yeah. out. Nope. It looked like he was looking up the definition of embezzling. But interestingly enough, uh, the first page it opened to was electricity. Ah, so. interesting. How about that little uh, nugget? Yeah. yeah. I guess alphabetically that would make sense. Right. But no, you, it's, just, uh, it's very interesting. No though. details wasted. You're right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have here that I thought Chuck would, I thought he was going to take the case, um, and, and that Chuck would ultimately end up helping him mm-hmm. with the, uh, with it. Uh, but as we saw, that's, at least as it stands right now, doesn't seem to be the case. Um, that doesn't mean that Chuck won't necessarily help them in some way. Um, but based on that timeline of, of thought, uh, doesn't seem to be the case. So, um... Yeah, they go to H and M. Kettleman files. Uh, there's like nine, nine or ten boxes full of least, uh, of yeah. pa- all papers saying that they're guilty, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we saw that Kim was relocated. We talked about that. Um, and they're they're not going to agree to anything without um, being able to keep the money without, yeah. and not going to jail. Yeah, and not yeah. going to jail. And basically getting off scot free. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can get off scot-free, then you're fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So immediately after that scene of him uh, looking up the definition of embezzlement <laughs> and then just slamming it closed, uh, looks up at the shoebox uh, up in the, uh, the little... Drop ceiling. Yeah, in the drop ceiling there. Uh, takes out a bunch of money. And uh, the next thing we see is that money on the back of a uh, remote-controlled car with Mike at the mm-hmm. uh, at the controls. Uh, which is Mike's first job. Mm-hmm. Mike's first job with, with Jimmy. Yeah. That was like yeah. I, I think I even have it here. Like, Mike's first job! Exclamation point. Yeah, right before that scene, Samantha's like, well, I guess we're not going to see any more of Mike tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, cue the, the music. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it was such a funky, uh, like a 70s sort yeah. of feel yeah. to it, too. Yeah, um, Almost uh, Ocean's Eleven-y. I was thinking that, too, yeah. 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 Uh, really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun, and but also still really tense too. Mm-hmm. Um, really tense really and tense. really silent. No dialogue. Mm-hmm. No lazy dialogue of him like getting on a walkie-talkie with Jimmy, who's like in the car, just being <laughs> yeah. like, "Okay, I'm doing right. this now." Like, no, no side pushing of the uh, of the screen where he's on the other other side. Yeah, right. No Ocean's Eleven stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was really nice to see the apples passing time was cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's like nine apples there. <laughs> That he's listened to a ball game. Mm-hmm. It's detail. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that that, that the ball game, uh, if you were to research it, I'm sure would have been... Good, correct. Yeah. Probably points to the exact day. And, and there's probably somebody on the internet that's already done that. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. That we would know exactly when in actual history mm-hmm. this episode took place. They probably have a more detailed podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they probably watched the episode in full. Uh, pay attention. <laughs> And then take notes. <laughs> yeah, and then take notes. Actually, probably someone probably has like a classic baseball games podcast, and they're just like, "And last night on Better Call Saul, can you believe <laughs> <Yeah>. this?" <laughs> yeah, ties it all in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Mike Mike gets his first job, which was really yeah, just really neat to uh, to see that we we saw we we know where he ends up with with um, kind of joined at the hip a bit with. Uh, with Jimmy, with Saul, uh, so it was nice to see that little yeah, origin that was, story. It was, it was fun to see the how he uses a little detective work to get the. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's luminol because it's the only term I know from, you know, SUV or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he used the blue light, which I'm going to stretch a little. He used the blue light, uh, and then the fingers ah. came by that spray. <laughs> I mean, that's the only color they yeah. come up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... that's a bit of a stretch, but I was going to just throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, he puts it in the back of the RC, and uh, Mr. Kettle, and he waits there for a while, mm-hmm. a couple hours probably. Couple um, of apples. A lot of apples. Mm-hmm. A lot of apples later. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kettleman comes out, uh, sees it on the, on the remote control car, yells at the kids a little bit, and then uh, goes upstairs. Mike waits a little while longer, and then uh, gets into the house. We, and we never cut his... inside the house, too. We never hear the argument or anything, which I thought was a yeah. really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see it from Mike's perspective, the whole thing. Yeah. And we also don't see how he would possibly know where uh, the money is, but we also don't even know that that's exactly what's going, what, what the whole thing is. Because yeah. I, I was... starts doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't... I couldn't see that coming, um, which I enjoy. Um, so, yeah, he, he takes the money... Puts it wherever he puts it. Um, Mike gets that light, goes through the house, and uh, discovers that it's underneath the bathroom, upstairs bathroom sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes it all to Jimmy in the morning, and Jimmy takes his remaining cut of that 
uh, and probably some more, I would think, too. Um, or at least the the remaining amounts. Yeah, de- definitely the remaining amount. I feel um, like he probably had to empty his coffers of all his elder law money to mm-hmm. make up the difference. Yeah, uh, just so that it was all every just like they were saying, every penny was accounted mm-hmm. for. Because um, if not, then it could still point back to him. Um, and he says to Micah, "Really appreciate you not going to going to the Bahamas." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Mike says, so with this, we're, we're square. And thus concludes the first job between mm-hmm. the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There, there, there's a great moment, too, where uh, when Saul puts his, not his, but, you know, his right. money into the bag, too. Mike just, like, looks at him, just, like, just like really, just the sincerely, like, puzzled. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, he even says that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy the says right the right thing. Yeah. Using the air quotes, you know, yeah. it's just like it's. I love, I love that, I love that way that Jimmy basically, even when he's being super sincere, he has mm. this kind of ironic detachment yeah. from like certain things, like like, like he, he doesn't he knows it's the right them. thing and yeah. he's not happy about it, but he's doing it anyway. Right. Um, it's just yeah. like it's the whole concept of the right thing. It's just like I've heard people use that expression. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even at this point, you still don't know, or at least I still didn't know what was what the what the game was, what yeah. was happening, uh, where he was taking this. It was it was just because I think if the money's gone, completely gone, it's probably a little easier for Jimmy to be off the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Kettlemans don't have the money, then they can probably be like, yeah, we we don't have it. We have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, we have zero money, mm-hmm. uh, and then he can still keep the case and kind of do something with them. Or he can keep it all to himself, which I didn't think was going to be the case, but he could do that at that point uh, in some way. Because uh, he, he, all he says is, so you know where, you know where it's at. Mm-hmm. You, know where, you know where you're going, something like that. Which we learn is the DA's office uh, in the next scene with the, uh, with the Kettlemans. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, better, you better check on that money. <laughs> that money that doesn't exist. Uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the money uh, up in the the ups, underneath the sink in the upstairs bathroom, and then like yeah. she snaps. Yeah. Her cartoon yeah. running. Uh-huh. Yeah, her her red clothes are left behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's like for the past like whatever you know the past couple months. It's like every. Every night she's had this nightmare, and now all of a sudden it's yeah. real. And, like, she's not happy, but she does know exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was nice to see Jimmy have that sort of... Uh, One-upsmanship. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even in the in the restaurant scene, it was nice to have, have him finally just be able to be like, Look, you ass. Yeah. We know it exists. Stop <laughs> it. Just for my sanity. Knock it off. Um, Deeply ugh. satisfying to watch them kind of... Yeah. yeah. Well, not to watch him because he's so, like... but. She definitely needs to be taken down a peg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she ran up and then not even immediately, but yeah. he he ran up behind her. Oh, yeah. And then meanwhile, Jimmy just kind of goes to the mantle and just kind of sits down. It's just yeah. like you know. Yeah. So so what did you do with that? Oh, the money that doesn't exist. Okay. The wheels uh, are in motion now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's as we speak that money is being dropped off at the DA's office. Uh, <laughs> she threatened to. She threatened to like we're going to call the cops. You're a thief. We're <laughs> going to call. You the cops. stole our stolen money, and we're going to call the cops, yeah. and you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. And he said, "Criminals, uh, you're a criminal. Criminals have no recourse. <laughs> you are a criminal." He says, "Okay, I can see you're very upset, but even <laughs> on a good day, we know that you and Logic are like." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
my god. Uh, That's a line you can only write if you know Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. is delivering it because he'll know exactly how to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they, they freak out. The money's on its way to the DA's office. She threatens, yeah, to call the cops uh, and to bring him into it, too. Yeah. Um, and he's like, look, you do that, you're now on the, mm-hmm. the hook. Because is it a bribe? Are we, are we calling it a bribe? Mm-hmm. We're back to calling it a bribe? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're both going to be put away. Yeah. Uh, and then they, the Kettlemans are human uh, in the... In, the final moments and oh i love jimmy's last line to them uh just to convince them he's like i have nothing to lose in this yeah, situation. yeah yeah this is all on you yeah uh yeah i i love when he says like you just mentioned that they're very human i love when jimmy says to like think about your kids mm-hmm. you know which is it's really satisfying to watch mrs kettleman be taken down a peg but at the same time i love the fact that they they, you know, it, it's it's a plea from Jimmy. Just be like, please make the right. Be decision. a human being, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for once, and think about what's happening here. Yeah, you know, and, and it think was about a, how you want to face it. It was a plea from her her husband, uh, the soon to be named actor. Uh, next week, we're gonna have his name. <laughs> Tune in, real suspense, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have that actor's name. Uh, Special guest next week. (laughs) Call in guests. Oh, uh, speaking of of special guests, if I may, this is really, this is a sidetrack to Stark, Rape, and Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast that I do. Uh, The Mountain, the guy who plays the Mountain, uh, Thor something or other, uh, Hafter is his his name. He's like the world's strongest man, too, by the way. He broke a a thousand-year record uh, for strength recently. Anywho, uh, he's going to be in Philadelphia for the Philadelphia Renaissance Fair. Uh, I reached out to the Philadelphia Renaissance Fair and said, hey, I do a Game of Thrones podcast, a um, pretty popular, it's got you know, a few thousand ep- ep- uh, downloads per episode. Uh, Game of Thrones begins April 12th. The um, uh, Renaissance Fair isn't until the end of May. What do you say? What do you say? I plug the, the appearance and the, the Ren Fair on the podcast uh, repeatedly, each, each of those, and maybe even my other podcasts. Like this one. Like mm-hmm. this one. Uh, and in exchange, maybe I can get some time with the Mountain. Uh, and they got back to me today and said they can't make guarantees for an interview, but we can probably work out at the very least some sort of intro that he can do, uh, which would be neat. Like, this is so-and-so from Game of Thrones, uh, the Mountain from Game of Thrones, and you're listening to Stark, Raven, Mad. Which I thought would be that's cool, pretty neat. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so we're going to be hearing about this until the end of May, <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was I thought that was neat. Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Uh, this is all Kevin. prelude to getting Dinklage next year, though. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, April twelfth, guys. So good. Do you watch it? I do not watch. Oh it. man. To, one of these days, I'll have a spare month to. Sit down and watch a TV show. You know, I have I was, the DVDs right there. Right there. Well, we, have, we have a stolen HBO Go password. Right? <laughs> okay. We get only 10 episodes per season. Yeah. So it's, okay. I'm actually rewatching the whole show in preparation of uh, uh, you know, the premiere yeah. uh, right now. So, and I'm almost about halfway there. So. Uh, if anybody listening uh, to this uh, Breaking, to Breaking Goodman, which is supposed to be a Better Call Saul podcast... Uh, and you, for some reason, you have some sort of connection that you get a screener for uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, sometimes they do that with the first uh, episode of the season. Um, and you wouldn't mind uh, helping a brother out. Uh, email srmpodcast at gmail.com. Cool. All right. 
Uh, now, <laughs> now back to the last five minutes yeah, yeah. of the episode. <laughs> back to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. Uh, yeah, so they freak out. Uh, but yeah, it was a real nice nice moment. It was uh, the husband who kind of finally convinces her because she, even in those moments, she wasn't, Mrs. Yeah. Kettleman wasn't... Uh, uh, she wasn't a sane person. No, yeah, no. no. Um, husband's one moment of power, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his life, as far as we know. Yeah, because, I mean, even though they are thieves, criminals, um, and I can't stand her, uh, the one thing that they have always shown within this show is their care, how much they care about their kids. Yes. yes. Um, and that's what finally got her to just kind of cave and do whatever Jimmy says, because he says uh, he's not going to take them. He wants them to go back to... Back to Kim uh, at H H H M. Um, I keep wanting to say H and M, which is incorrect. That's a clothing store, uh, which does not sponsor this podcast yet. Yet, um, so, so elevator opens. Yeah, and <laughs> says Kim right this way. Mm-hmm. You see them in the back of the car, seeing like two little kids. <laughs> yeah. They got in trouble. Yeah, what a great shot. <laughs> Uh, they go upstairs With and the blue uh, cardigan. Yeah, uh, over the red, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's that. Kim uh, mouths uh, what I think was thank you. Yep. yep. Um, I'm not a lip reader, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was thank you, and he is a lip reader. He was kidding. <laughs> I, I am not a lip reader. Uh, yeah, and then the final scene. Ugh. It just rips your heart out. Oh, my God. It's such a nice office, too. Yeah. Yeah. Even in its bare, yeah. unconstructed state. Like, you're totally with him. Yep. You know, imagine all the great things he could have done mm-hmm. with it, you know? Yeah. Just can't get ahead by doing the right thing. No. Um, can't win. He's just kind of looking around. And then the door gets slammed, and he has a, a closed-door freakout. Um, kicking and punching, I'm sure. And uh, we go back into that room where he just... Uh, he doesn't break down, but he gets really, really close. Like, really close, I think, to tears mm-hmm. in, that, in that moment. Because, yeah, what is he? what's a guy got to do? Yeah. He's trying so hard to be good. Um, and as we're going to see next week, it's just going to be even tougher for him. Because even in the thing that he's... Trying to do well, he's gonna have, uh, he's gonna have issues. Now he's out of all of his startup money. Yeah, yeah. He's back. I'm gonna presume he's gonna go back to the nail salon. Yeah. And then the phone rings, and suddenly he's back in, he's back in the parking lot answering the phone with the silly accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad. It's yeah. gotten at least the the silly accent. If you've noticed, at least to me, it seems like it's gotten less and less. Different than his actual, yeah, yeah it's well, yeah, it's it's like he can barely keep yeah. up the charade anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so he's sitting there um, on the verge of of tears, and then the his his cell phone rings, yeah. um, which uh, I thought it was I thought it, they were gonna it was gonna be like Nacho's voice or something, <laughs> uh, a call from Nacho, um, but they don't. They don't say who the call was. Uh, it doesn't necessarily matter, I guess, because the business is going yeah. Yeah. well. 
but it's it's like a heartbreaking but moment on it's top. It's a big of step back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but it, it, it's it's like the idea that just like oh, you know, all he needs now is a really good cry, right? And like right. he's he can't even do that. He's got to go right he's back to work. Back you know, to it, like yeah. you know, such is the nature of you know this business where you know something goes seriously wrong and you don't even have time to process it. It's already on yeah. to the next one. It's, oh, poor Jimmy. Hmm. Uh, any other other stuff from this one? Uh, the only thing about that scene that I kind of wish they did differently because he slams the door and he's kicking and screaming mm-hmm. um, and then you hear him kind of sit down against the wall I kind of wish they just held that shot like the whole him kind of sobbing or nearly sobbing and then the phone ring I wish we had just been on this side of the door just watching his shadow under the, yeah. the slit I think that would have been cool oh uh, yeah on, on, yeah just I think that never, never cutting back into yeah. the room mm. yeah. yeah I could see that definitely yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 but that's just a small, small <laughs> quibble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to just uh, just say something about Mrs. Kettleman real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love that her. character. I love oh. I love her because of how no. much I hate her. Like, right? You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's sure. so yeah. she's so. I love to hate her so much. Um, yeah, you can just bite right into that character. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. Oh man. Um, and like I have this theory where um, uh, and it was it, this really? I mean, I've you know enjoyed disliking this character like for the past couple episodes but this one obviously everything got brought to a head and uh, I had this theory where when Breaking Bad was airing like um, uh, there were a lot of people on the internet and the internet ruins everything so Mm -hmm. but there are always people on the internet basically complaining about the character of Skylar yeah about how awful she was and like how possessive and emasculating Mm -hmm. and manipulating and like you know she is just like and a lot of these people who are complaining have problems you know I'm just gonna put that like that (laughs) And I really feel like the character of Mrs. Kellman, in a way, is almost a reaction to that criticism right. in terms of it's Vince Gilligan and company saying, oh, you want to see yeah. like a horrible, like controlling, <laughs> yeah. emasculating yeah. woman? Okay, yeah. we'll give you that. Yeah, this is the this... cartoon character that you hate. Right. Now go back and look at the other one. Right. That's why you, that's what you think Skylar is. Yeah. You know? That's, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that, that, the re- internet reaction to that just, it was insane to me. I never got Because if you take yourself out of like a television viewer and you're like oh if this was your husband and you found this stuff out about them that's the, the reaction you would have that makes yeah. total sense yeah mm-hmm. oh, people are idiots man people are yeah, dumb loud people are the dumbest yeah <laughs> uh any other thoughts on the on the episode i don't think there was anything else that uh that i had yeah uh, it was a great episode this may have been my yeah. favorite episode there's just there's so much i agree happened. yeah and it was so. I mean, I know that Jimmy didn't really win in the end. It was a more kind of a, a, a pyrrhic victory, I guess, if right. anything, because he's right. You know, it's, it's, that ending does not leave him in a good place. Mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy him outsmarting the Kettlemans, mm-hmm. basically. Um, that was very satisfying, while still being really kind of crushing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of winning, uh, winners and losers. Winners and losers. Uh, for the episode, uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, I would say loser is the actor yet to be named, uh, Mr. Mr. Kettleman, uh, because he, I guess, had the effort to steal all that money, lost all that money. Um, he's going to jail for it, uh, and I don't know what made him do it, but I got to think that it, that his wife had something to do with with that's how I read it with, with that. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, so he's not in a good situation in that marriage. He couldn't um, even get his coffee freshened up. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I, I want a gif of of that moment. It was so good. Um, and the winner would be Kim. 
in in my opinion, at least in this the context of this particular episode, um, because she uh, she got him back um, with with uh, with Jimmy's help, mm-hmm. um, which you know could make Jimmy the winner and the loser of this of this episode. But um, those are mine. What do you guys got? Uh, yeah, mine are pretty identical to yours. I think the Kettleman family are definitely the losers in this, um, and the kids especially, I think. Um, yeah. I, as we were watching this show, I was, like, uh, just kind of keeping in mind who was winning and who was losing at any given point. And when the kids are getting yelled at because their parents think they took the money out of their <laughs> yeah. thing, I'm like, oh, those poor kids yeah. are just yeah. getting sent to their room for no reason. Like, they don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They may not, well, they saw the money in the in the tent, but yeah. like, why, I didn't, I wasn't playing with the money. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's poor kids. Um, <laughs> and you know those kids are going to be unpacking those memories for years to come. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. Just be like, Oh, that's what that was about. Yep. Oh, my parents are horrible people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a succession. And, and now Dad's going to jail. Uh-huh. He's going to a minimum security jail, but he's still going he's still to jail. In jail, yeah. He's going to white collar jail. Yeah. Um, and I was going to be cute and say the winner was uh, the old lady because she wanted <laughs> she wanted a kitty cat notebook, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Kim, I, Kim, she's also a loser because mm-hmm. Felix will just won't clean himself. He just won't. He clean just himself. won't. Yeah. Was it Oscar and Felix? Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's adorable. The odd couple. That's Mm -hmm. adorable. But yeah, Kim, I mean, because Jimmy did the right thing, Kim won. And so in that sense, uh, Kim's on his side, so he wins a little bit, but he's still back. He's back at the bottom of the barrel again. Mm -hmm. He can't win. He just can't win. He just can't. Uh, Yeah, that Oscar Felix thing, uh, that was just another television... (laughs) So another cute. television reference throughout mm-hmm. this show. They do a lot of them, uh, TV and movie stuff. Uh, what do you got, Mike? Uh, I, I'm gonna, yeah, definitely have to agree. Honestly, winner definitely Kim, and also Logic, who takes a beating when doing his contact with Kettleman. But Logic wins in the end. So it's and uh, loser, honestly, Jimmy, because that that closing scene is just brutal, brutal to watch. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, all right. Uh, well, what do you guys have coming up? Uh, I don't think I have. Um, wait, what do I got? We're gonna have another episode before it comes up, but, uh, the group I direct, uh, Swedish, uh, is gonna have a couple new sketches at Hey We're Cool on April 2nd, the Thursday. Um. That's at Latage, right? That's at Latage. In South Philadelphia, 6th and Bainbridge. No, yeah, 6th and Bainbridge, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Between 6th and 7th? Yeah. Yeah. Um... What else? Uh, you know, Goat Rodeo has a show coming up that Samantha would love me to plug, I'm sure. It's going to be the middle of April, I think. Okay. Or beginning of April. It's in April. Um, that's it, I guess. That's at the Philly Improv Theater. Philly Improv Theater. And my, my dear close friends, the Flat Earth, are having a, yeah. a show starting tomorrow. Yeah. It uh, seems like they just did a show, too. Not the, like, Toronto show, but didn't they just have... They had one that you guys did together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and... Um, Flat Earth, or, yeah, yeah we, you know, right, Secret, Secret Pants and Flat Earth. Um, but I feel like they just had their own other new yeah. show. It feels like Go Rodeo just had a show. Yeah. It feels like everybody just, yeah, everybody just, just had shows. There's um, no break. There's no breathing room. Mm-mm. Uh, what do you got, Mike? 
Uh, You've Got Geek, a podcast that I'm on with a couple other guys where we talk about movies and TV and all that sort of stuff. Uh, new episodes coming, especially with an explosion of TV happening in April and soon summer movies are coming yeah. out. So we'll be doing a lot of episodes soon. Cool. Um, and I also do uh, at least one review every week for the News of Delaware County. So check me out there. All right. Uh, and for me, Mike Marbeck, you can go to MikeMarbeck.com, check out this uh, podcast and a whole bunch of other things, different articles that I write. A um, bunch of stuff to waste your time on. Uh, and if you listen to the show and you enjoy it, or hate it for that matter, uh, then email us at srmpodcast at gmail.com. srmpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, srmpodcast. And what else? Uh, yeah, like us, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, help us hit the top five of Better Call Saul podcasts. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. You better call Saul. You best call now, you hear?